There you are. Here I am. Hey, so real quick, before we get started with everything, I would like to introduce my other half. Her name is Mrs. X, because I don't know that she wants to actually release her name, but a lot of folks that have been listening to me for a while know that I talk about her incessantly. She's, uh, uh, you know, a, a person of great focus in life for me as a husband and wife pair that we are. And uh, she was very reluctant to join me today and to talk about anything, but I looped her up with some alcohol, uh, a special trip that we actually went to the store to get some stuff, and uh, and now she's nice and loose and, oh shit, that sounded terrible, but, but you know what I mean, right? Say hello. Hola. Jesus Christ, this is your fucking introduction <laughs> to everybody? That's my introduction, yes. All right, so... As, uh, very quickly, I don't know if you've been actually listening to any of the stuff that I share online, but can you tell no. the, yeah, right? Can you? <laughs> thank you. Can you tell the folks that are out there a that I'm actually a legitimately pretty okay husband and that I'm awesome. In fifty well, words I, or less. In fifty words or less, I think that we went through the rating scale last night, and we had decided that in order for me to really rate you, I would need to marry somebody else to compare. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, so that's fine. Can you tell us, like, if you if you had a choice of people that you would want to rate me against, is there some are there people in mind? Let's say top three. No, I have nobody in mind. The Rock. I don't know. I don't know that I really want to be married to him. I mean, he would never be home. So you basically you would be using the Rock for sex. Okay, so something to look at when he is home. Got it. Well, I, you know, I, I think I'm pretty rockish. I mean, I have. You know, the eyebrow and I got the uh, legs and the muscles. All of the above. In, right. um, I mean, is it to scale? <laughs> You're an <laughs> asshole. No, I, I think, well, I mean, I, I think that, yeah, to some degree, like I am one third the rock. I mean, I got Yeah, sure. So mini rock, mini rock. Where it counts, baby. There you go. Do you want that to be mini? No, that I don't want to be mini. Okay. I think it's already mini enough as it is. Uh, you, you make do with what you have. Um, okay, well, that's 2.31. So uh, two minutes and 33 <laughs> seconds. What the hell are we going to talk for the rest of the time? More, I, guess I don't you... know. This was your bright idea. I know. And I did tell you that if it sucked, that we would not release it to the world. But so far, I'm Now, what talk... constitutes it not doing well? Well, if we, one of the things that I think that you were worried about was that you would not have anything to say, that you would turn like to like that frog in the WB shows that the moment that the spotlight was on you, you were going to be quiet and you were going to have, you don't want, wouldn't have anything to share with the world. But so far you've already put me down sexually. You compared me <laughs> to like an international superstar. Um, so I think. So it all balances. Yeah. So my real worry now is since we're having <laughs> such great rapport on, on, on this thing is that people are going to say, Fuck that guy. I don't want to listen to Hugo anymore. I want to know what the wife has to say. And, and so I feel like you might actually steal the audience from me. Well, I mean, and that was my fear of coming on, honestly, is, you know, I don't want to do this. And this is not my hobby. And so then I, I don't want you to lose your current two listeners. Well, you know, <laughs> good luck with that. I, I, I really do think that this will be, to a certain degree, a highlight in the 70 what somewhat shows that I've had. Like, I think this could be the turning point. And, though, now, are you prepared that, for instance, if people decide, 
hey, I want to hear more from that chick. Are you prepared to be more of a regular or is it something mm. they're going to have to coax you with liquor and, and ice cream like I did today? I mean, liquor and ice cream work today. I don't know if it would work every time. Sometimes money is good. You know, I'll take money if anybody wants to throw it at us. That's fine. Um, a good okay. book that they'll recommend and they want to send our way. We'll take that as well. Some, uh, well, you know, speaking you know. of that, I, I guess I will put my interviewer hat on, which is, was part of the plan oh, for Lord. today, and, and, and ask you. I had to return a book for you this week, yes. a book that you were reading, I guess, that you thought it was interesting. I think it's the second book that you read from the series, if, I, if, if the I'm fourth. not mistaken. Fourth. You're, you already read four? Yes, this would be the fourth, yes. Okay, what was it about? Can you tell me a little bit about, or can you tell the audience? Can you tell us what was the series about and why you just could not get yourself to finish this last book? Um, I mean, the series about is about, you know, Mr. Churchill's secretary. So Prime Minister Churchill, it's about spies, espionage, you know, a woman who's a spy and making her ranks from secretary to spy. There's love interest. There's, you know, intrigue. There's a whole lot going on. And I've enjoyed the books, but I find lately that I read emails and I'm on the phone with people all day long that when I get home, reading is not really what I want to do. I, I want to go for a walk or I want to watch TV or just hang out with you and the kids. And I just don't find the time or I don't know. I, I don't want to find the time, I guess, at this point to read. I'll do it on a plane. I'll do it in the car. I'll do it camping. But I don't know. Day to day, I just don't take that time. And maybe I should. Does it bother you that you can't read as much? As you used to? Because Sometimes, I, because... because when I get lost in the book, I actually enjoy it. You know, and there's been series that I do get involved in, and you like the characters, and you want to know what's coming next. And, you know, I see that the children still love reading. Um, and there's times when I'm like, man, I wish I could just go get lost in the book as much as they do. Right. So now, what was the last series that you felt like you really lost yourself at? Because you said that you, you, you've read, you know, the four books in this series and that they were really, really good, but you kind of lost track of that. But prior to that, was there a time when you could, that you felt that you could actually read through a whole bunch of books? Um, I mean, I think, you know, like the Janet Ivanovich is a, a author that I enjoy, but I think that her books are, they're an easy read. They're fun. They're lighthearted but it's still about a bounty hunter and crime. And so like I could easily finish a book like that in one to two evenings. So those were kind of nice because if you just get on a roll, then you're just eager to finish. So it's not that you have to like go look up every word, like what are they trying to say? You know, you just sort of get involved in the characters and it's fun to hear and watch and see. Are those the ones that had like A is for Apple and B is uh, for... No, I like those. Those are a little bit more difficult. This is the like one for the money, two for the... So this was more numbers. Is the one... Is this, are these the ones that that girl from... Um, what is that show called? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, uh, I think they did one movie and yeah, it was the... Grey's Anatomy. She was in Grey's Anatomy. It's the Stephanie Plum. She's the bounty hunter. And so, yeah, I forget her name also. Um, but she was the actress. The the A is Heigl. for Alibi. Heigl. There you go. Catherine Heigl. But the A is for Alibi. I like that series. And they did a movie on that as well. And that was with Kathleen Turner. So, but again, both of them have had one movie and then that just never took off. But I enjoy the books. They're fun. 
but I haven't now, read any of those in a while either. Now, I don't know if, if there's a theme here, but for the most part, you like books that have to do with investigations and Correct. investigation slash relationships. Um, the relationships you could give or take in it. It is more the investigation. Um, and I mean, I guess relationships per se is like is, you know, friends are involved or coworkers are involved. And sometimes there's a love interest and that adds something to it. But it doesn't have to have that. Sometimes it's just about the mystery and who did it. So have you actually ever read any of the uh, romance novels with the guys with the big dicks that take women in pony yes. rides around the country? You've read those? I read those not by my choosing. I went, uh, when I lived here in California, uh, I went back to Alaska to visit friends. And while I was there, that was something that she enjoyed reading. And so while I was visiting her or she was at work, then I read through some of her collection of books and they were romance novels. I mean, they're definitely an easy read, but I could do without. Now, do you find that maybe the reason why you don't enjoy them as much is because they're so similar to your everyday life with the amount of passion and oh, yeah, big bigness that I provide. Oh yes. You know, and we have chaps and horses that we're riding and all of that, you know, definitely, definitely See, real life. I mean, this is where the people know you're full of shit. And, wow. and so am I. Uh, although, I mean, I would say that I am at least pretty darn good at it. What is it? <laughs> Well, I, I don't want to get too explicit. Are we defining? I don't want to, you know, I, I, I don't think this is a PG show. So I don't, I don't think that the audience needs to know every single detail. But I've been, but it's obvious from everything that I've said that I am fan fucking freaking fast, uh, fantastic at that. Well, I guess I it's a good it. thing that I have not listened to the show so that I can neither <laughs> confirm nor deny the validity of it all. Listen, part of the part of your, your job here, lady, is to stroke uh, your ego. Something. At least. No. Well, you know, yes. from now, you know, you know me by now. That's not, that's not what I do. No, no. I and, tear and, and, you down so you can build yourself back up. <laughs> you're like, you're like that Quantico show. Like you're, you're, you know, that whole concept of like, you really have to strip down a person before you can build them up again. And exactly. that's what you've been doing for the last 20 years that we've been together. And with every time you get slightly better, no? Maybe. I would like slightly? to think so. I would well, like to think so, but. Now, you know, because I've been talking about this lately, I, I, I'm getting 40. I'm, I'm turning 40. I did. No, you 40. are 40. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, Asshole. going on 41. So, just saying. We got it. And, and numbers. So numbers, not your strong point. <laughs> never has been. There so I'm 40 now. Has there been a big change? This is about me now. Has this, there been a big change from the Hugo that you knew back when you, I, you first met me to now? Or have I stayed pretty much the same? No, I mean, I think we've had this discussion. To me, there's a change. I feel like... Not on the podcast, lady. Oh, but you and I, I have had this conversation. Know. And okay, I enough. don't know if through your 70 podcasts that you've brought it up. No, the people here don't know what you and I have talked about. So I mean, that means I, that you don't tell them the truth. No, it hasn't, I haven't gotten to it. And that's the reason mm, why you're here. Is to, to tell people what it is that, you know, it's actually going on at home. Okay. Well, as we've gotten older, yes. um, I feel... You're grumpier and you're surlier, if that's a word. Um, <laughs> um, and I, I think you're, you're quick to go with the negative. You know, I think when I met you, you were a lot more positive about everything. And not everybody on the road would upset you quite as much. 
Are you, you know? saying that I have a bad temper? Um, I, I think it's a quick temper. So I don't think it's a bad temper. I think you're quick to get there. Um, and then kind of when you're there, you don't want anybody to talk you out of it. Like you're already I, there. I'm invested. Yeah. You're like, well, I want to be pissed off about this, whether it's warranted or not. My choice now is to be angry, and so you don't get to tell me not to be angry. See, because I've been talking a lot about the you know, on on the podcast lately about how I am becoming better with understanding other people. And are you saying that that's not true? Um, I mean, I am. Yes, I am saying that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking liar, asshole. <laughs> I mean, I like to I think that we all want to see ourselves as the best people, and we don't always see the negatives in ourselves well that's fair but in my defense i think and, and you tell me if, if if i'm wrong that like if i see something on the road and it pisses me off a lot of it is if i have the kids in the car that i go through this whole rant and whatever but a lot of it is to like be funny and play with it not because i'm actually mad no but i think you're the only one who finds it funny so i feel like i'm trying to talk i'm you the off one the that's ledge. looking in the rear view mirror and i see no. the kids laughing no, they are not laughing. They're laughing at me trying to stop you and talk you off the ledge. So that's what's funny to them is now our interaction, not your anger. But it's so, not even just the road. Like, you, we, we talk about these things. Like, uh, it's standing in line somewhere. Like, just being in a line, you don't want anybody else to be there. I think, you know, we were discussing going to the county fair. And you're like, well, if you take away the people... Right, and you take away the heat, then it could be a fun time. Yeah, that. But those are two things that in California. Sorry, the heat will be here. Um, it's September, uh, fire season, and unfortunately, the crowds are everywhere. So I can't take away the people. Right, but I don't think that. You know, I, I, <clears throat> tell me if I'm wrong, but you don't like the people either. I don't like the people. No, the people annoy me. However, I don't mind standing in a line because I know if I go to a theme park, a water park, a fair, a movie, that sometimes, guess what? I have to stand in a line because everybody else wants to do it as well. So I go in there with the expectation that for certain things that I'm going to spend all of two minutes on, I might have to stand there for 60 minutes. But at that point, that's my chance to engage with you and the kids and just talk, have a snack, whatever have you, and just get over the fact that I'm going to be here for 60 minutes because I know that that's going to happen. So back when you and I first met and it was just you and I going to like a place like Magic Mountain, you, you know, plucky and like, oh, let you know, yes. shit pull, you know, pull that way. Yes, I feel like we stood in lines. For some of the crappiest rides, because even though there was a line, it was a two-hour line versus a four-hour line. And so we're like, well, we're here to ride rides, so we're going to stand in the shortest line we can find. But we still stood See, in the I line. See, I feel like I – maybe, but I felt like I was always annoyed. But maybe you weren't – maybe you were hiding – you were holding it in. You weren't exhibiting it and just – fiercely angry already like you have walked out of a line and be like no i just don't want to ride this you and the kids can stay because you're like i i don't i don't want to stand next to all these people like i'm annoyed being in this line i'm gonna go sit down or i'm gonna go take photos of something but we're there to ride the rides 
So you stand in the line. Right. But for the, I think it shows a great amount of uh, growth. The fact that I recognize that about myself and I'm willing to, you know, place myself out of the, the, the you know, the, the, the whatever's going on. So I don't ruin it for other people. But, so in but, a, in a but sense, it is ruining it for us because we go there to do it with you. So if you're going to remove yourself from the equation, then why are you going at all? I'm, I'm there to drive. Well, I can drive. I'm there. I have a license. I, I know you can. I'm, I'm in drive. I, I'm in drive well. I'm not as angry on the road. No, of course not, because you know you don't deal with assholes the way that I do. Every single I do. Day. So, yeah, if I left in your fucking unicorn world, then then no, of course I uh, I would be. Happy I'm not driving in a unicorn world. I just don't let it get to me as much. Or I'll yell it, but I won't then try and speed up to bypass them to show them. Oh, look, my car is faster than yours. Which it's not. Sometimes. Which it's not. Sometimes. No, it's not. But sometimes you just have to let people know. You don't, because it doesn't let them know. I feel like now it's just you battling them with their car, and all it is is not safe. So if you want to do that, you can do that when nobody else is in the vehicle with you. No, because if I do it by myself, I'm going to get myself pulled over. If I do it with a family, I have an excuse. No, because I'm just waiting for the day where somebody else is angrier than you are on the road, and it becomes worse now how long have you and i been driving in a car together i mean quite 20 a while years, it only and takes that has one never time. happened so only takes one time yeah okay well that, that's a given point let's <laughs> let's discuss other topics mm-hmm. that don't involve me being a bad driver and uh and, and doing other things you asked so, the question buddy i did could you tell us because i spoke about this but you know i've been told that this is not my story to tell but this is your story there to was tell. a bear in the garage mm-hmm. There was a bear in the garage. Can you... Thank you for fucking up my intro. Can you tell us about the fucking bear? He was big, burly, but soft, fuzzy. Kind of uh, reminds me of somebody I know. Yeah, a little bit. Not, not me. <laughs> no, he was scary. It freaked me out. You Are know? you still worried about the bear? Um, I don't know. I feel I, I've stopped seeing his face. Every time I close my eyes. What does that mean? Well, I think for the first day and a half is every time I close my eyes, I just kept reliving opening a garage door and staring a bear in the eyes. So how big was this face? I mean, I'm I, trying to, because obviously I didn't see it. I, I, I wasn't. A, so I mean, you saw him run that? away. I didn't see him run away. So for me, I saw his face to me. It's like if you, you flip the lights on, I flipped the lights on and maybe four feet away. I don't know, like measurements. Um, to me, it was pretty close. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like if you're like kind of singing the song, he's got the whole world in my hands and you put your hands together and make a big old circle. To me, that's the size of his face. Now, was it, now, was it a gentle? Was it a gentle look or was it a mean look or was it just no, like No, it was a, just a look. I think, you know, I was caught off guard. I think he or she, I don't know, was caught off guard. It was really... I'm surprised I reacted so quickly because, again, I was doubting myself afterwards that I actually did see the bear because at that point now I freaked out that we called the cops and maybe I was overreacting and it was a coat hanging in the wrong way and I'm just being stupid. You actually had that thought? I did have that thought because when when we kind of played through it and I'm like, wow, our son was just out there like an hour, hour and a half ago taking clothes out of the dryer and didn't see a darn thing. 
and you're telling me the garage has been closed this whole time. I'm like, wow, am I seeing Did things? I imagine it? Did I imagine it? Like, how could I imagine a bear in my garage? But again, how does a bear get in your garage when the door from the inside and the door from the outside are all closed? Especially when it was the size that I think that it was. Um, so yeah, now I'm like, great. Now we just put in a false call to the cops. And what does that mean? And, you know, what are they going to say when they come out here? So as much as I was excited that they confirmed that the story was true, um, then I was like, oh, my God, it really was there. And what if I had taken, like, one more step in? What would he or she have done? I don't know. So now, so you open up the door. You see, you, you question afterwards. I questioned I, afterwards. Least, I reacted. Right. So you close the door and you lock it, obviously, right? I screamed, slammed the door, locked the door. Now, your next thing is you got to wake me up. And as I already told everybody, I had way too much you know, wine that night and I was asleep. So you wake me up. What did you think? What is Hugo going to do now? Well, no, I mean, I wake you up and I'm yelling, there's a bear in the garage. There's a bear in the garage. And from what I remember, your first instinct was walk towards the garage. And so then I'm freaking out, like, why are you going into the garage? Like, don't open that door, you know, because I'm like, I don't know if it's now moved right up against the door because I saw how close to the door it was. Four feet so you is nothing. The... It's like one lunge in bear world. I don't know. So I'm so like, you I thought don't this need bear, it in the house. The next move is this bear wants to get inside the house and I'm moving towards the door that's going to let him in. Correct. Because I'm like, well, he saw that that door opened. Right. So if anything, if he now feels trapped, he sees that as an exit. So that's all I'm thinking. So then you're, you did not go that way, but then you started to walk towards the front of the house and you wanted to now go outside. And I'm like, well, but don't go outside because in my mind, the only way he could have gotten in was if the outer door was open. As much as you kept telling me, no, you had closed it. I'm like, it's got to be open. Which I had. Which you had. But I'm like, no, he can't get in if it's closed. So, so now, I don't you, go did, outside. Did you assume that this bear was now out for blood because you scared it? It's not that I thought it was out for blood. I just, I don't know what its reactions are going to be. All you hear about is they're big animals, right? I don't know that he wants to maul us, but whether he wants to run us down or we've scared him and now thinks of us as a threat because we're here, and maybe it thinks we've trapped it inside. I don't know what's going through its mind. All I know and so, and it, is we're 150 to 170 pounds. I don't know. And it's what? Four, five, six, ten times that? I don't know. What, like, what do bears weigh? That, that, that is the biggest bear <laughs> ever. If, you, if it's ten times our weight. But I'm just like, how, much, how much does a bear weigh? I don't know. I don't know, like 400, 500. This was a big guy. This I was a big that. guy. It, it was, was not a baby cub. It was full-grown bear. Um, so, now, uh, yeah. can I tell you real quick, from my standpoint, you know, because everybody cares. You thought it was just going to let you walk up to it and hug it? No, no, I didn't. Maybe. Most, most bears I, I've, I've met do. Um, you know, but what I thought was that I, I would open the door and I would release it and it would be fine. But you were so scared or, you know, and, and rightly so. I, I don't want to discount it. 
that I was going to open up this door and this bear was going to maul me. But I really thought, no, I'm just going to open the door. This thing's going to go out. But it's not even a matter Did of you... opening the door. It's like now you got to undo the lock, which creates noise. So is it running from the noise or towards the noise? And do you really think like it knows where you are in relation to where it is? So if it does come running, you're going to move out of the way fast enough. Like you're not now going to be in shock that you're physically seeing a bear come at you. So now the police get to the house. Yes. Right. And And they kept telling you to move back. They did. They did. Fine. Now they got to come through to the the, uh, the inside of the, pro- the property. What did they do when they came into the house? Like, well, what did the well, I mean, that was obviously after they've already opened the garage from the outside, right? Confirmed that, yes, there is indeed a bear inside the garage, but he wasn't moving. So I didn't see him in the garage. Did you see him no, in the that, garage? I did. You I did. saw him slumbering around. Yeah. So was he just standing there? Was he laying down? What was he doing? He wasn't standing. He was on his butt just kind of looking. Just sitting. But he looked... He looked like he'd been drinking and just chilling out. But like sitting there staring at the door from where I saw him or staring out to the outer world? I think he, well, I couldn't see that much okay. detail. I know that he was sitting there, you know, on his, on his bum mm-hmm. and he was looking out and he was kind of just maybe moving <clears throat> side to side, but not really in a hurry. Right. And I think that's what one of the officers said, let's give him some berths. Let's give him, you know, some space for him to move. And that's what I kept, got told. Go ahead and move towards the door just in case he rushes out. But he never did. He lumbered out. No, he he just he's like, what am I doing? You know, and that's and then so then, yeah, so then he's not coming out. So now they're like, well, let's see if we can force him out by going to the other door. And I don't know, make noise, shine a light in his face. Like, I don't really know what their game plan was. Um, But, yeah, we let the officer into the house and he's like, well, show us the interior door. So walked him to the door. But at the same time, I've got two dogs running around the house and I'm trying to get the kids to at least corral in the bedrooms because I don't now need them rushing a bear. Right. So and then but they're skittish. They don't want to be caught. So they're running and I'm trying to catch them. The cop goes to the door. He cracks the door open, but doesn't open the door. So he just unlocks it and slightly opens it. And then from what I remember on his walkie talkie CV radio, whatever it is you know, calls to the other cop. And I, I swear, I remember him saying, is the suspect near the door? <laughs> and for me, that's suspect? hilarious. Suspect. I thought I heard him say suspect. And I mean, I don't know what else you would call him. Maybe you have to stick to police lingo. I don't know. But that's what I swear he said. And he repeated himself a couple of times because he wasn't getting an answer. So then I think the other guy finally called back and said, no, he's not near the door. And then I finally caught one of the dogs, was trying to hand him off to a kid, and I heard him test out, like, his taser gun. So I heard the... In the house? In the house. Because I feel like... Yes. Because now, at this point, I think he's about to open the door, and he has to be ready. If the bear is there, that's his plan, is he's going to tase him. I don't know if that would take the bear down or not, but that was his plan. They don't have dart guns on them. They're cops, you know. I don't think he really wants to shoot a bear, so it seemed like he was going to tase him. Well, that was one of my big worries is the fact that they were going to take some kind of lethal action. I do not want a bear dead on my 
property. I, I don't want a dead bear, period. Did you want the news crews here? About <laughs> Everybody kept no, saying, why happened? didn't you guys make it on the news? I was like, because it really happened really quickly. Like, I think it's within over. 20, 30 minutes, it was done and over with. So now I have this image of the kids, like, at the big windows up in the front, just looking at everything. No, they were in the, in the rooms? No, no, no. I think they were trying to go to the rooms, and I think they locked one of the dogs in the room. But I was still trying to capture the other dog and carry him over to them. So I hear the taser, and then all of a sudden, like, he does open the door, and you hear, like, the creak of the door, because it squeaks all the time. Um, mm -hmm. And at that point, I hear the kids screaming, he's running away, he's running away. So now I'm trying to run around the wall with a dog in hand, so now I can see a glimpse of him at least running away, because, again, all that's ingrained in my brain is bareface. Right. So like, right. I want right. to see what the rest of him looked like. Well, I didn't get to see that. By the time I ran up there, he was like off into the neighbor's yard and long gone. So now you posted about this on the Facebook and. You yeah, during what? during it, I like immediately, like while we were waiting for cops to arrive, I was like, well, this is unbelievable. There's a bear stuck in our garage. And that was kind of just the minimum of what I posted. I get a lot of non-believers out there because everybody's like, well, where's the photo? Where's the video? Sorry, I didn't go back into the garage, everyone, and take a photo of the bear. Um, yeah. Not my priority. Sorry. Um, I'm waiting for it to show up on a police report to confirm that they were called mm -hmm. out, you know. Now, you heard about the Nextdoor app or you read about it in the Nextdoor app. I did that for like that same night where somebody was reporting at like nine o'clock that night that they saw a ginormous bear walking down their street or something. And I was like, wow, that was the exact same night. So it happened at eight o'clock here. I think he was out of our garage by 830. And then somebody's reporting at nine o'clock that they saw a big bear walking down the street. <clears throat> okay. So now during this same week, this it's the week that we got a tortoise. Like what, a day later, I think? I think so. Yeah. So now your next thing is what, the pig? I mean, we'll see. I, we don't have the lawn anymore, I think, for mm. all of these animals. I feel bad as it is that the tortoise doesn't have more weeds or grass to eat out there. So I feel like we need to plant some grass. Um, to you make do? Him... I do. I mean, he's not eating dirt and... You know, cut down on my food budget because now he's eating all sorts of good stuff like the kale and the turnip greens and, you know, stuff isn't cheap. But so, you're happy with the tortoise. I am happy with the tortoise. I mean, speaking of tortoise, it's getting dark and we don't know where he's off and wandered to. He should really be put back in his box at this point. Okay, uh, well, we're at a good 30 minutes so we're not going to be here forever. I, all I'm, I'm saying just saying. That, right. <laughs> that, you know, I do. I like the tortoise. He's not the sit-in-my-lap kind of animal. He's kind of fun to watch. It's neat to know that we have him. Um, a little piggy, as long as it doesn't grow too big. I feel like I can still cuddle with it. And it's cute. It has so a little curly tail. You, so when you, were, when you were a little girl, did you think, I'm going to have uh, you know, dogs and chickens and tortoises. No. And we've had iguanas over the years. And... No, no, no. I mean, I always knew I'd probably have dogs. I've always wanted a cat. My mom could never have cats. She was allergic. I thought when I met you, we would have cats because when you had cats growing up and you and I helped raise kittens at one point and now you've turned out to be allergic. So the pipe dreams of owning a cat are gone. 
Um, whoa, 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 hold on. You want a cat? I want a cat. I've always wanted a cat. You never told me this. I have. You just don't listen. No, you've never told me. I have. I've always wanted a cat. Really? Yeah. Oh. There you go. Well, here, ladies and gentlemen, you know, Nicole wants a cat. Well, it tells you how much you don't know about me still in 20-some years, right? (laughs) That's what I keep on saying is that I think I know you, and then you fucking throw some shit like out, like, you know, I want a cat. I want a cat. And whatever. Well, I've always wanted a cat. I want to try anal. You know. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Yeah. Maybe I. Way to maybe, try and maybe. throw that in, but no. Well, I'm just saying. What happened to this being PG? I, I told you, there's no PG. I mean, we're you just said talking. It. It's like, the same, let's, if it's you the play, same shit that we do at home. If you play back your podcast here, like yes. five minutes ago, I remember you saying PG. Just saying, well, you should stick PGs, to that. And your PG your hopes 17. were that one day this this would all be like your memoir to your children. Yeah, and, and I think they listen. I think the kids know who the fuck we are. They've mm. known us for a long time. We know that you know we have regular conversations all the time. I, I think they'll be okay. Got it. If you say so. All right. Well, we should go check on the uh, chickens. We go sh- sh- check on the, uh, the turtle. Yoda. Tortoise. Is he going to stick so, with anyways, Yoda? Are we keeping Yoda as a name? Just saying. I, I like Toyota, but that's just me. No. I thought we were getting Iggy, Koopa, something. No. Okay. Well, uh, you know, we don't want to confuse him. So, Got it. You know, the, the kids have thought about just right. keeping what it is, but we can talk about that as a family. Because he anyways, comes when you call. Got it. I wish you would. <laughs> uh-huh. um, anyways, I want to say thank you for coming on. I know that it wasn't easy for you. You didn't want to, but I think you've been a great sport. And you made me sound the same way I think that I make myself sound, which is, you know, tragically, handsomely flawed. Wow, handsome portrays itself through the wet radio, huh? <laughs> yes, that's how it works. Got it, got it. All right. <laughs> Bye. Awesome. Peace. Peace out. <laughs> Peace.